Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Sally Gimmon, who is a real estate investor. Sally, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. How are you, Don? I am doing fantastic. Thanks so much for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Okay. Um, I started investing back in 2019. Um, I also ha- am a full-time meals, uh, full- full-time insurance broker at the time. And when I got into investing back in July of 2020, I, my, in my real estate group, I bought a piece of property for $20,000 and I had to sell it. It was a bank owned piece of property and the contract said it had to be sold at 50,000. Sounds fantastic. Hey, I'm going to make $30,000. You know, it's the middle of COVID. Who knows how long that's going to go for, but if you know anything about investing, I don't care if you're in crypto, you're in the stock market, day trading, forex, or real estate. You make you have to pay twenty three point eight percent on your uh, profits. That's capital gains. So I start researching, and I'm like, you know, thirty thousand dollars with capital gains doesn't sound too good. So I found a trust. A full name of the trust is uh, Irrevocable Complex Discretionary. I'm forgetting one, non-grantor spendthrift trust. I just call it spendthrift trust shorter that keeps all your information private, your LLCs. You're an investor, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. Do you do within uh, with an LLC or do you do in your uh, in your own name? We have LLCs. Okay. You Anyone can find out who owns that LLC. They know where to research it. They can find your name. They can find your address. They can probably look you up and get your phone number on different websites. With this, uh, with this Spendthrift Trust, your information is completely private. You are completely judgment-proof. Um, I have one person back on Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day, he has an Airbnb down Tucson. The mother of the woman who rented it fell and broke her wrist. I don't know how she got his cell phone number, but she's like, I'm going to sue you for everything you have. The attorney contacted him on Tuesday, and the only thing he had to do was send the first page of the trust to him saying it's a spendthrift trust. The attorney just walked away. She got money because Airbnb, you know, her wrist got fixed. But, you know, capital gains mean a lot. A real estate deal I just did today, I'm sorry, I have to look at my notes because I don't have it memorized yet. A friend of mine in my real estate group, um, walking her dog in Hastings, Nebraska, noticed a notice on the um, front door that the, ha- the lawn had to be cut. So she contacted the next door neighbor and it was going to auction September 1st. So we're scrambling. She calls me on Sunday. I had to get her uh, $21,034.87 to stop the auction today. It's Hastings is a college town. We're going to wholesale it September 1st. She's got the wholesaler set up. I'm taking 50% of the profit. So thank, thanks to uh, Kendra, I'm going to make $61,232. Nice deal. Really short and sweet. But if I didn't have the trust, I would pay April 15th, $14,573 in capital gains just because we got a good deal. 
because I have the trust that gets deferred and I can use that money for anything I want to do on that. And I, my whole goal currently is I'm going to become an accredited investor. So I wholesale a whole bunch right now. Hmm. There we go. Yeah. Wholesaling is key. And just curious, how are you getting your leads for wholesaling? We're doing some like text blast um, and some Google stuff like Facebook ad stuff too. But if you want to share, if you don't, well, my, my, I should, I moved to North Carolina. I have family here, but going back to that house, the bank owned house that was in Rock, uh, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, um, it's four bedroom, one bath, the most hideous kitchen wallpaper. Think of pink and brown stripes and pink and brown polka dots. I mean, it was so ugly. It was kind of cute, but um, so I was told, you know, I bought in July, uh, 2020. It went to auction August 28, 2021. The paralegal, the, uh, at the time I was living in Phoenix, the paralegal for the law firm said no one showed up. Well, I got one of my investor buddies to say, hey, I'm going to wholesale it. So I called the law firm. I said, they're going to pay the $50,000. She goes, it's going through upset bids. I'm like, what's an upset bid? So this is very peculiar to North Carolina. And if I'm giving away my secrets, I'm going to hate, hate doing this. But there are 101 counties in North Carolina. They're either 10 business days or 10 uh, calendar days. That's the only difference. Uh, Timmy, you go to the auction, you win the auction, you win this uh, house for $10,000, congratulations. But you have not won in North Carolina. I can walk in, in person, to the county courthouse with either cash or cashier's check, pay $10,750, and now I've won, and the calendar starts over again for 10 days. So my house in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, you know, I put it up for auction. Uh, you know, my wholesalers, I had to say, hey, I've got to wait for this. It went from $50,000 to $64,000. So I'm a happy human being. I made an extra $14,000. So um, my, my, I'm just outside of Charlotte. My brother has a brewery here. I'm not a beer lover, but everyone loves his beer. Um, I moved here. I go, to the, I go to three different counties. I stay out of Mecklenburg. It's a little bit it's a little bit hairy in Mecklenburg. There's too much happening and too many people are hiding the documents, if that makes sense. So I go to the other count, three counties around and I found four properties. One had a mobile home, a hole in the roof, two holes in the floor. I had an um, EPA problem because it has asbestos. It's on the route from um, Concord, North Carolina, to Charlotte, two and a half acres. I've had 40 days to get, get all the rest of the money. When you do an upset bid, you only put 5% down and then you have 40 days when you win it to pay the rest of it. I just put it out there. A guy paid me over $8,500. He paid everything there. I, I made an extra amount of money uh, just wholesaling things like that. So I've done, I'm now on my seventh wholesale of 2022 and I'm doing okay. There you go. So really you're yes. just going, you're playing the auctions. I, I'm doing that. And then uh, people know, like, um, I, you know, my friend Kendra calls me on Sunday saying, can you get me this money by Monday? And I'm like, yeah, I just did another. I don't know why I'm doing Kansas and Nebraska right now. But um, I called somebody who was looking for money. And I said, I can be the bank. A whole other, I was telling you, I'm an insurance agent. I also use an infinite banking policy. So I use my infinite banking policy to get a, um, a loan. It was his aunt's house. He... Uh, just needed a 1950s house. She bought. She and her husband bought it. Didn't change anything. So he was going to just like hotel it, rip out the appliances, put in new, and tear up the carpeting. So I used my infinite banking policy. I got the loan. Um, he was upset because it was nine weeks, so it's three months of payments. You know, not 
an extra four hundred eighty-five dollars. But it's you know, but um, my infinite banking policy made an extra forty thousand dollars, paid off the loan. Then with uh, instead of wholesaling it like he wanted to, he held it. So we just got an appraisal, split it fifty-fifty, and I made fifty percent of the money. And I mean that was decent. So that's I just keep recycling my money over and over again just to make it work for me because. I'm nervous. I don't know if there's going to be social security when when we all retire. I've got 10 years to work this out and I'm doing okay right now. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. That is amazing to hear. And yes. just curious, during that auction period, so you said you put the 5% down, you win it, and then you have 40%, 40 days to pay the rest of the money. Correct. This is a North Carolina rule, correct? Yes, yes, in North Carolina. And so if that 40 days ends and you don't have the rest of the money, what happens? I don't want to know, but I did research it just in case. If I don't win it, it goes automatically to the person who was behind me in the auction. So, so, so you and I are going back and forth, bidding, you know, increasing it by seven fifty, seven fifty, seven fifty, and I don't, uh, I don't produce. You, you get notified by the county that you've got forty days to make that payment. Wow! And do you get your five percent back if you don't produce? Um. I haven't gotten there, but I've lost auctions, and I I just have to petition. Take some two weeks to mail the money back. To mail about the money back if you don't win, like if you get outbid on something. Um, I came here at Christmas uh, Christmas time, and I was looking for a house, uh, a, a two bedroom one bath house in Monroe, which is the ca um, county seat of Union County, right next to Mecklenburg County. Um, cute little brick house, two bedroom one bath. Get, kept going, kept going. I jumped the auction instead of putting 750, I put $2,000 on it and I lost the bid. Well, when I petitioned to get my money back, it just took them two weeks to get it. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I have to wait on that. But, you know, I, it's, I, I, I'm okay with this. I, I, yeah. I just go to different counties one, uh, once every week just to check uh, what's happening. It's either up on a bulletin board or it's in a notebook and you don't have to bother anybody. You, you do have to know what you're doing. One of the one of the houses in uh, Monroe Union County, it was the homeowners association. It was three thousand dollars. It got all the way up to over seventy five thousand dollars. So whoever won that bid, it, what are you going to do? You don't have the house. It's the homeowners association. Yeah. So maybe someone would walk away on that. But I, you know, I I wouldn't even put a bid on the homeowners association part of it. I got you. I got you. Awesome. Well. Tell us about your motivation real quick. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Um, whole other whole other thing I've I've figured out here in North Carolina, which I love to do. During COVID, they didn't do auctions except that they were tax liens. So one of the the houses I was following, the one in Monroe I was telling you about, it the mother unfortunately passed away March of 2016. The two daughters, there uh, one lives in South Carolina, one lives in Charlotte. The two daughters didn't have the $3,500 for taxes in November of 2016. They had grown up in the house. They're adult children. They moved away. They know they lost the house to tax liens. Okay, this house kept going through, going through, going through these upset bids. Last upset bid was January 30th, uh, 2022 for $89,000. The investor who won it, uh, he's going to have to fix up the house. The ARV on the house was $140,000. He's a happy human. 45 days after he met, he's got the time to, be, uh, to do it. And then they send a letter to the house. So they're sending it to the, the woman's name was Gladys. They're sending a letter to a woman named Gladys. who has been passed away 
God, you're gonna make me do math. 2016 for eight years ago, you know, he, the, the investor's like, I don't know who she is, throws a letter away. The calendar starts on that day. For two years, if nobody comes forward, the county gets to keep all that extra money that should, you know, the taxes would be paid, but all the extra money. So let's say 89,000 and count it's 5,000 with all the fees. The county's going to keep $84,000. I skipped trace the two daughters, sent them both letters. The, the one daughter who lives in Charlotte, she met me at, she met me at a, a Starbucks. I had paperwork that, you know, I need to get this uh, notarized. You know, because I have an attorney that will go claim this money. She's like, well, why am I going to do this? So I'm like, well, you're going to get $59,000. She's like, for what? I'm like, because you're getting this notarized. I'm not trying to make fun of her. You should see her run across a two-lane road to get to the bank across the street. It was hilarious. I mean, she's dodging traffic. I mean, she and so she comes back. She's got the paperwork. And she's like, what do I? And she goes, do I have to tell my sister? And I'm like, that's going to be your decision. But keep keep the peace in the family. Give her twenty thousand. You didn't have this money before. The, the attorney who I found, he he only will do three at a time. He drives out. He, his law office is in Charlotte. He drives out to uh, the uh, uh, it's a count. It's the clerk of the county that you have to find, and you can do this anywhere in the country. With here, it's upset bids in North Carolina, but it's also called overages someplace. And you know, the key is. I get the money and then I pay them. So I I paid the, the sister who I was working with and she's like, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give my sister $25,000, but don't you ever tell her how much I made. Like, That's between you and your sister. I have 89, 89 of those cases I'm working with right now. I mean, I'm helping families who have no idea. Um, one, one lady, I don't want to use her name because someone might find out she's in a nursing home. Um, she got, she got behind, her husband had passed away. They had quite quite a few pieces of property. Her attorney forgot one of the 15 properties they were behind in their taxes. You know, I contacted her, she called me. I went to see her at the nursing home and she's just like, I'm, I'm becoming broke. And I'm like, I need to get this authorized. I can get a, um, a notary who travels. You know, got the notary in there, the piece of property. It was $129,000 that we were talking about. She got $129,000. I made $6,000. I take 30%. You know, I made some money too. And for her, she's like, this is going to pay for me to stay in a nursing home and not have to worry about finding money. I mean, that just, that just puts a smile on my face. I mean, I helped a woman who was scared about money and she's, you know, she didn't know she was able to do this. She's like, how did my attorney let this go for so long? That was all the way back in 2000, 2009 that this property was going through, going through this. And she's just like, no one told me. And I'm like, because you replied to my letter, you're making some money back. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. So making money and helping people, that's a good good life to have. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You said you keep 3% or 30%? 30%. 30%. Good. And so if they make 129, you make 40. Correct. Correct. Oh, that is epic. And then the attorney, uh, expenses. So I take $1,000 for expenses because, you know, gas prices, you know, $1,000 for expenses. <laughs> The, the attorney makes it, he, he was going to go do per hour. And I'm like, look, I, I, how I planned it, you get a thousand dollars. He goes, okay, a thousand dollars. So, you know, there's expenses taken out and then we split it, uh, 70, 30. Um, I could do higher, but I, it's their money. I mean, I'm making a decent amount of money coming, you know, coming back. I'm good with 30%. Yeah. And what does this entail? This just entails you finding the properties through public records and then skip tracing them and calling them. Exactly. 
<coughs> excuse me, I, I got a cold, that's why I sound like this. Um, how I started this was um, when I'm looking at the different counties, you have to have the court case number. And I asked why some of the court case numbers were SC and some of them were M. Anything with an M was tax related. And I'm like, I'm only doing things from December and I have 89 cases. I need to go back and start looking at the older files to figure out which ones I can go after because it's there's so much money out there. I mean, I don't know. Um, have you read um, one of my favorite books, The Science of Getting Rich? Do you, do you know that book by Wallace D. Waddles? I know it, but I haven't read it. Fast read, three hours at the most. His entire philosophy is there's plenty, there's plenty out there. Just help other people and you'll still do well for yourself. Excuse me. <coughs> so, I mean, I'm making 30% helping other people i'm happy yeah and so run me through this one more time so what happens is they lose the property to a tax lien Correct. and on the sale of the property are they owed money is that what it is correct. correct so i see so when the property goes up for auction and the investor buys it say they owed four thousand in taxes but it sold for eighty thousand they get the seventy six thousand difference because the county was only It'll owed more a little, a little bit more because the county's got to take fees and everything. So a little bit more. But yeah, all that extra money, it's the rain. The counties call it the rainy day fund that people aren't smart. I don't want to say aren't smart enough. They're not, they're unaware and that they yeah. have this money. Yeah. I mean, I lived in Arizona for the past 18 years. I, I moved here to do upset bids. But in Arizona, it's, um, um, North Carolina is a little bit different because of the upset bids. But in Arizona, the three tax, you need three years of tax deeds and they pay 16%. So, you know, if you got a tax deed from 2012, we got the same tax deed for 2013 and 2014, there's not as much money involved, but there's still a lot of money that people, they know they lost their house because of taxes, or they know they couldn't pay the taxes on granddad's house, or they, they, uh, in Arizona, I didn't do it there, but a friend of mine does it where it's grandparents, you know, multi-generation families living there. And they don't realize the grandparents had the house paid for and weren't paying their taxes. When you have a mortgage, the mortgage company will make sure your taxes are paid for. But, you know, there's you can do this in almost any county in the country. But, you know, different laws for different counties. And you can figure this out yourself. Um, overages, tax overages, uh, surplus funds, anything like that. But here in North Carolina, it's a little bit more money because of these um upset bids happening i got you i got you wow that is amazing well you're in texas right yeah you know about super tuesday uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Auction, Have you got it? are you talking about just auctions on tuesdays yes the yeah, first yeah, yeah. tuesday of every month mm -hmm. yeah I, um because of my infinite banking i have a whole group of ladies and you were talking about colleen texas they had two ladies in their church lose their houses to the tax lien sales and they're they're scared. They were scared to death. So they're doing infant banking on their grown children, grown grandchildren, twenty one year old, twenty two year old kids. And you know they're living. Unfortunately, all these ladies have CDs where they're making less than one percent. So they're now making with infant banking. They're making three point five percent. And then because I know I know how to do um, notes, they're making uh, performing notes, which is the the mortgage on the house. They're making an extra seven point seven percent on their money. So they go from one percent to over 10% just one year easily. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, I, I love teaching people or helping people make more money. You know, that's, that's all we all should be doing that because 
not trying to pre preach to the choir, but and uh, Bankrate.com had an article in November 2021 that said 80% of Americans have more than $90,000 in debt and are not putting 10% aside for retirement. That is a scary, scary scenario. I mean, other night I went to Chick-fil-A drive-through and the woman who helped me was easily in her 70s. Who wants to be 70 years old working at a fast food restaurant? Yeah. That, that's, you don't want, I don't want to be there and I don't want, I don't want any of my friends' mothers or grandmothers to be there at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I got you. Well, awesome. We're going to have to blow through the rest of this podcast. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> All okay. right. Now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us about your vision for your life and your company. I know you said you want to be an accredited investor, so we can start there. Correct. Um, accredited investors get better deals. And so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, right now I'm single. So I have to have $250,000 outside of my personal home. So $250,000 either in rental property or in assets in a bank for two years running. I'm not there yet, but my goal is 2023. I'm going to, I'm going to be there. Um, my whole goal right now, I wholesale. I'm not holding anything. Maybe it's a little bit crazy, but I need the money to be an accredited investor. After that, I'm going to start holding the properties because true story, my cousin, uh, my cousin by marriage, Scott, uh, worked for Mellon Bank. Uh, that's up in, he was in, he's in Pittsburgh. He plays golf with the senior vice president of foreclosures for Mellon Bank. Mellon Bank is sitting on over 700,000 homes that are more than a year behind in their mortgages. They don't want to foreclose on them. They don't know what they're going to do with them, but there's, there's so much there's not, not enough um, housing out there. there people, people don't know what to do. So I plan when I become accredited, then I plan to start having rentals because I want monthly paychecks every month coming in my mailbox or electronically into my mailbox, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So becoming an, become an accredited investor, what yes. other dreams or goals do you have that you want to chat about? Um, this is a true story. I don't know if you believe in manifestations, but um, I'm uh, I'm part of uh, Proctor Gallagher Institute. I'm thinking into results. The company I work for kind of imploded. They got um, they got sued for plagiarism. So since June, I've been writing in my journal every day, hundred times. I want to sell 132 trusts by December 31st, 2022. I want to sell 132 trusts by December uh, December 31st, 2022. I literally have been on TikTok for five weeks. I'm talking about the Spendthrift Trust. Last week, I had uh, somebody set up an appointment with me. Uh, he had several paragraphs about him being an engineer, all this other stuff, which nobody else ever did. Get on the call with him. He's planning on retiring in November from Microsoft. He's a Microsoft engineer that's doing crypto mining. He says, I'm sitting on, he goes, the reason I'm reaching out, I have over $600,000 in capital uh, in profit that I know I'm going to pay 23.8% capital gains on that. I'm intrigued about this trust. So we're having conversation. I'm telling him about the trust and everything else. And so then he goes, I have a group. And so I just put my link into the chat, you know, Zoom chat. And I said, hey, well, you know, they're your people. If someone buys a trust, you, I, you know, my my, my um, affiliate link is $600 for anybody who buys a trust. And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, it's a small group. I'm like, well, how small is your group? You know, I'm thinking 10, 12 people. He's like, oh, 350 or more engineers at Microsoft sitting on $600,000 each, like, okay, I've got a it. I mean, and he's just like, I want you to talk to them in September. I'm like, 
I'll be happy to talk to your 350 engineers at Microsoft. I'm happy about that. So yeah, so I I really do think you put it out to the universe, you 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 say something and you work at it. I mean, you, I've never seen that movie, The Secret, but I've heard about it where you'll make your vision board, but it doesn't come true unless you work at it. You know, like I, you'll, I'm posting on I'm posting on LinkedIn six, eight times a day, same video over and over again, it's boring, but he's seen my videos and he wants to talk to me. Now he wants me to talk to his group in September. And the stars are aligning, but I'm working for the stars. It's not easy, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So are you taking your TikToks and posting them on LinkedIn? Um, I, I'm using, um, repurpose IO. Have you heard of that site? I've not. It's, I want to say it's like $25 a month. They'll take your TikTok or they'll take your YouTube and then they'll post it to all your other sites. And especially for TikTok, because you can't repost from uh TikTok because it's got that little wa uh, water symbol, the, 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 the watermark, the Instagram won't do it. So repurpose IO will take that off and, um, you just, transition it very easily so i'm i put about two videos a day on facebook and then to, uh I put two videos a day on linkedin and my youtube channel they're called shorts on youtube yep. and i'm trying to get them out on, on instagram too my instagram's not that great i only have about 100 people following me on instagram unfortunately i got you i got you and does repurpose io do it automatically or do you still have to kind of go in every day and post the reel post the youtube short that's your decision I don't want to do it automatically because I, you know, I'm doing as many, like, let's say today I'm up to eight. That's as many I'll do today because it's now dark out here. But, you know, I don't want to post eight things to Facebook and eight things to Instagram. I don't want people to get so annoyed with me. But I, I'll say, hey, take this one and take that one and because it downloads everything. And then I can say, take video number two and take video number six and post it to Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube and Instagram too. Oh, this is so helpful. Do you know, I was literally, <laughs> so I'm working on my coaching for Christian entrepreneurs, basically to get clear oh, wow. and then apply who, not how to really scale and either buy real estate or buy businesses. Like that's the goal. Yes. Like, grow your network and basically oh. buy money, buy cash flow. <laughs> and... can, can I, can I plug somebody else here? For sure. My coach, my coach on, on, on TikTok, literally when I met, when someone gave me his name on LinkedIn and I talked to him, I didn't even have TikTok on my phone. I now have over 6,000 followers in five weeks. Mm. Alex hit his last name is H I T T double -T, T. He does a live broadcast every single week, every single day. And then he timestamps it. So if you can't get to it, you can go in like, Oh, like I had, this is funny. On Saturday, by chance, I found out there was a CPA from North Dakota who took, um, it's called Duet. She took my video. She's like, she's lying. She's lying. She's lying. And I'm like, yo, I'm not. She took the video down because an attorney got on the video saying everything she's saying is true. So he was trying to show that to us today on TikTok, uh, our uh, live thing. But he goes, it was taken down. But he's an excellent coach. I mean, my, my second week on TikTok, I sold the trust to somebody who saw my video on TikTok. That's amazing. The trust, I'll be honest, the trust is 18,500, one dime deal, sell it on TikTok in two weeks. I paid for my coaching all year. Yeah, yeah. The trust made you $18,000? The trust costs 18,500. I get, I get um, 
because I get paid as, um, what's it called? Royalties. I get paid royalties into my trust because I do have the trust already, but I make royalties on it. The reason I want to get it out as many people as possible, I do, um, I used to do, it's a long involved story. I used to do a mastermind in my real estate group. One of the guys who showed up quite at least three times in the mastermind group, um, Kelly, retired preacher, 64 years old. He went door knocking in Buckeye, Arizona, which is about 30 miles west of Phoenix. But March of 2021, uh, fourth time to the house, he finds a daughter who's going to let the house go to auction because she couldn't afford to pay, catch her dad up. Her dad had died because of COVID. He, he got the auction stopped. He wholesaled it to somebody else. He made a cool $50,000 on the wholesale deal. Congratulations, Kelly. He didn't think about the tax bill. When he did his taxes this year, he's driving Uber six nights a week because he has a $900 a month tax bill to the IRS to pay his capital gains. He's like, please tell everybody about my story. He goes, I, I, I think I'm, he wants to be the poster child of what not to do. Yeah. So, you know, getting into involved in real estate, getting involved in crypto, getting involved in crypto mining. I just talked to a Forex trader today who, uh, um, who's, he's like, I did my taxes and I paid over $20,000 in capital gains, my 2021, 2022, 2021 taxes. He goes, that's insane. When I start seeing your videos, I went back to look at my taxes in 2020 and 2019, and I've been paying at least $15,000 every single year in capital gains. He's like, why am I doing that? I'm like, because you don't know. You know, your, your accountant's not telling you how to avoid capital gains. And it's um, it's illegal. The Spendthrift Trust has been brought up in front of the Supreme Court, and it's a legal contract that can't be changed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. There we go. Well, awesome. So we got accredited investor and sell 132 trusts by December 31st, 2022. Well, I'm not accredited yet. I plan to be accredited. So. Become an accredited investor. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's my goal. Awesome. And, and and when you are accredited, all these different opportunities come to you. Oh, so you, are you investing right now? I am. I, so I'm actively wholesaling and then I'm always looking for multifamily deals. Okay. Well, if, do you, have you heard about the 1031 exchange? Oh, yes. Okay. The trust does away with the 1031 exchange. I get in my real estate group. Everyone who's done a 1031, because you got 45 days to, uh, to look at the property, and you have 160 days to close on it. Every property someone's done a, 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 with a 1031 exchange, they're scrambling to get it done so they don't pay capital gains. When you do a 1031, it's like property for like property. So if it's raw land, you have to do raw land. If it's single family, you have to do single family. With the trust, let's say you wholesale a house or you do a 1031 and you're like, hey, I wanna get involved in apartment investing and make more money. You can put your money anywhere you want. 1031 won't let you, you have to do it same, same, like for like. I gotcha, I gotcha. There we go. Well, if there were one or two people you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards these dreams and goals. Who would they be and how would they help you? Uh, who I'm trying to meet, quite honestly, are business brokers. Unfortunately, when someone goes to sell their business, let's say a two-story, one of one of the guys I'm helping right now, do you know Schwann's Home Delivery, those yellow trucks with frozen food? Yep. He had four routes. He was going to sell it to, sell it to his two sons and uh, two nephews, making $80,000 per route. Because he got the trust, he saved over $71,000 in capital gains. His wife called me crying happy tears. She's like, that saves me so much. So I would love to talk to business brokers to say, let me help 
if you're an electrician or if you're a pool cleaning company, you know, people don't realize how much they're going to pay when they sell their business. And then <laughs> I'm going to get sued for this one. I want to meet Brett, uh, um, Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. If you're in his, I don't know what league it is. A friend of mine's in there and she goes, I spent over a hundred thousand dollars. He tells people up in the hundred thousand dollar league that spent all this money with him. He tells them about the trust and he just laughs about it saying, I can go into any real estate deal. Even if it's skinny, I know I'm going to save an extra 23.8%. So I can beat out other investors. It's my secret. And I only tell my the people who make you know, pay me all this money. So I want to meet him and say, how dare you? How dare you keep a secret that other people should know? And it's their decision if they go forward or they decide not to go forward. You know, I, 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 I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, yeah. I still would love to pick his brain. Oh God, have lunch with Gary. I would love just to say, what are you doing and how can I do it too? <laughs> He's a genius marketer. He, yes. He would literally say, um, he was talking to Alex Hormozzi. Do you know who Alex Hormozzi is? I've heard the name. I don't know him for, I followed anything. Yeah, you should you should look him up. Um, he has a book called $100 Million Offers, which might help your business. But okay. I'm writing this down. Grant Cardone, they paid $120,000 to Grant Cardone for four hours of his time. So $30,000 an hour. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? This is a, a, my website that goes to our resources. It's $10 to join and you bring in three people, but the entire team works with people. And there's four board, There's four levels to the first board. You make over $7,000 on that board. In the second board, there's four levels. Then you make over $77,000. It's part of what I'm trying to do about helping people. You know, I was telling you about the 80% of Americans with $90,000 in debt. This is what I'm putting together to start teaching that and then that, then get into infinite banking, get into real estate. And then when they get to the second board, you now need to trust because you want to defer your capital gains. So that can help you and your audience. Please share it because the more people who can make money, the better off they all are. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I completely agree. Well, awesome. So we got um, meeting Grant Cardone and kind of <laughs> tell him all yes. a little bit and business brokers. Correct. So we're going to skip the next couple of questions because I want to get us to our final section. Okay. And I know you have about 10 minutes here. So a lot of people have come on the podcast and they've said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change. The catalyst that helps people make that switch is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree, disagree, have anything to add or subtract? Um, my, my parents drove from Phoenix to Charlotte for a wedding. My mom got sick along the way. Um, she got septic of the blood. She was on a ventilator. My dad asked me to move into their house while they were gone in Phoenix. I opened up the bill in November. Her Medicare bill in November was $179,000. My dad was a retired officer, had uh, TRICARE for life. But I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my God, I don't have that kind of money if I get sick. That was uh, November, 2018. I became a real estate investor uh, February 2019. I don't want to Christmas. Uh, uh, sorry, December 31st, 2018. She was on the floor in a hospital in Charlotte. 24 people on ventilators. All of everyone like her. Four people on the floor. Their family members took them off the ventilator and took them home against doctors uh, doctors orders. We shouldn't have let family members die because you can't afford medical care. 
So that was my catalyst to be a real estate investor and why I want to talk to people as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so given the same amount of extreme inspiration or extreme desperation, why do you think some people make the choice to change and that others don't? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I was told I was lucky. The, you know, I got the real estate deals. I'm like, I worked my butt off to get these real estate deals. You know, I'm calling people. I'm, 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 I'm posting on TikTok. Um, maybe it's my personality. Um, I know I have a prize. I know how I'm going to get to my prize, and I'm going to work. You know, it's I'm gonna, I'm going to be the person who fails, or I'm going to be the person that wins, and it's up to me to do it. There we go. There we go. And so some people need a smaller amount of desperation or inspiration to change and others need a larger, more consistent amount. What do you think establishes that threshold and can it be influenced? I think it could be influenced. Um, I, my, I was the last graduating class in my high school. So we spent all this money and we had the economic advisor to the White House come in and talk to us my junior year of high school. I'll be honest, it's 1984. And they said, when you turn 65, if nothing changes, there'll be no social security. So in the back of my mind, I'm always like, I need to make money to live. You know, if, um, I, my they grandmother- that in 1984? 1984, yes. Bruh. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 you're like, I was born like in 2015 or something. So, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, so maybe I have a completely different concept than you do because, I mean, I have- friends who graduate we just had a high school reunion and they're they don't have anything saved for retirement i've got 10 more years to go to retire and i don't want to be living on social security i want to be living my dream my way my my because my, i did something so yeah i think i can't tell you what motivates people i'm sorry i would if we had the magic wand to motivate people it'd be amazing for this, keep in mind a person who has a fixed mindset, they're not willing to accept help, and they're not willing to accept change. So yes. in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. With that context in mind, and the avatar I just told you about, how can we, you and I, create an environment that makes it more obvious, more attractive, more easy, and more satisfying for that avatar to make the choice that will change their life? I've read the book. I like the book. Um, just to give you an idea that I put in the chat, the giftgivingtree.com to start for $10. We just had my grandniece's birthday. I, my, I don't want to say his name. My sister-in-law's brother, who's always broke and always complaining and everything else. I said to him, hey, here's something to start for $10. He goes, I don't want to do it. I mean, I'm giving him a solution and he refuses to look at it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll you, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink. I don't know how to change those people. And I don't, I wish I could, but I, I don't have time to change their opinion. Here's something to help people take it and run with it or don't take it. I, I've got other people to talk to. Mm, I love so it. I'm sorry to be so mean. No, no, that's fine. You know, I actually heard something funny. Like you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And then somebody said, you can actually encourage it to drink by salting its oats. So if we can ever, yeah, okay. yeah. If we can ever figure out how to salt people's oats, correct. apply the metaphor correct. however it needs to be applied. But there are some people who just won't eat the oats, even if you salt them. So, you know, there's give and take there, give and take. But it's give and take. And, and you know, I think there's so much opportunity out there. I mean, I, I 
I was working as a Medicare broker, hating my job when I started investing in real estate. And I let everybody know I was gonna I was gonna quit at the end of Medicare, uh, open season for Medicare. Long involved story, I got fired because a woman moved four miles from where she was in Texas over the border to New Mexico. This is the kind of the company I worked for. It was I was putting alcohol in my water bottle. My my water bottle had uh, yeah, mm. hated it. I got fired four months early. And because I was already doing real estate, I just kept going. So maybe you need a lousy job and you have to put alcohol in your water to do something, but I was doing something at that time. There we I go. Tell you that story. That's a horrible story to tell people. <laughs> all good. All good. Well, Sally, that's all we have for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Timmy, I appreciate the time. I know I talked an awful lot, but I hope you can help your listeners because there is so much out, out there. You know, the book you quoted, uh, the, the Science of Getting Rich, there's so many good books out there. Just learn something. Do some. Do 1% better a day. And after a month, you're 30% better than where you were at the beginning of that month. So I I love what you're trying to do. There we go. Awesome. Well, Sally, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Have a beautiful week, okay? You too. Thank you. Take care. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Sally had to say, make sure to check her out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. As we always ask, shoot this podcast over to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you like the show. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.